Hello, folks. It is the Knickknack Podcast, Season 9, Episode 4. And I'm calling this one Nice Guys Finish Last because I've been a nice guy, I think, for most of my life, and I'm getting screwed. Uh, by the way, uh, this episode, I can almost guarantee you, is going to contain some strong language, so if you're not a fan of that, uh, probably time to skip this one. Hopefully I'll get back to aviation podcasting in the future, but today, no, I'm mad. So I'm going to be, I'm going to find a good outlet for my anger and express myself the only way I know how with the power of new media. I don't want to call it social media, but maybe it is. Debate for another time. Anyway, um, get ready. This is going to be fun. <laughs> I'll be right back. So, the impetus for this right now is technical problems, technical difficulties, and, you know, for being a big computer nerd, I really don't have the ability to fix computers. Um, now, is this for one of not trying? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think I have given uh, hardware a valiant effort. I know what a processor does. I know what RAM does. Uh, I know relatively how information flows from RAM to the processor and back. And then on to things like um, CD drives, well, DVD drives these days, and of course hard drives. And in the old days, floppy diskettes, and I still remember floppy diskettes. So I, point being, I have an understanding, a primitive understanding, I'll, I'll grant you, of how a computer works, and I know things go wrong, uh, an awful lot, actually. But, there is this point at which you have to wonder, okay, is this just shit happening, or is this a poor, poorly made device? Um, now, when I got my computer from Dell uh, in... Let's see, it has a manufacturer date on, on here somewhere. It's an XPS 8500 with the GeForce GT60, and manufacturer date was 11/2 of 2012. So it's going to be three years old, which, in computer terms, is getting up there for the type of computing usage that uh, I do, but uh, it shouldn't, hard drives shouldn't be failing at this point, I wouldn't think. Um, and my hard drive went, uh, two terabytes Seagate, I believe, uh, went a couple months ago, so I had to use my tax return to uh, get a five gigabyte, or not five gigabyte, jeez, what year is it? Um, yeah, five no five hundred 
gigabyte hard drive for the operating system, in theory, um, and then a three terabyte hard drive as my main uh, storage drive. So I had to replace that. That was a big pain in the butt. Uh, my friend Tony helped significantly with that because I'm bad with screwdrivers and screws. Uh, they screw me up, pun very much intended. So that was my first, uh, this is the first Dell computer that I have purchased, um, and that was the first um, issue I had with it. Now I will grant you, I have tinkered with this system from the very beginning. Um, I took the coin-op battery out and installed Windows 7 when it came with Windows 8, and that probably wasn't the smartest thing to do, but it really didn't screw up anything uh, within the system, so far as I know. Um, The hard drive just went, uh, and it took a while to figure out that that was the problem, Uh, but I was able to, with a little help from my friend Tony, uh, figure out how to switch the hard drives out. So that was my first problem with the Dell product. Um, now, about six months ago, uh, for my 30th birthday, I was spoiling myself. And as part of that, I decided I was going to get a tablet, a big tablet, uh, not just a little cheapy um, Android tablet that I had from Walmart at the time. Uh, which, of course, has since died. Now my my second cheapy Android tablet from Walmart. Um, so I decided, well, I'm going to get a big tablet. And as it happened, the type of storage, uh, the amount of storage I wanted on the tablet, and I'm assuming uh, the way tablet storage works is it's an SSD. I could be wrong about that, but that's what I'm assuming. Um Basically, what happened was uh, I wanted more storage space, as I normally do, and uh, in order to get that, I had to get a Windows 8 tablet, Dell Venue Pro, I don't remember the model number, Uh, 8 maybe, but uh, it had Windows 8.1 on it, and uh, it worked pretty decently for about uh, five months, um, and knowing how how hard I can be on technology, I uh, purchased the two-year replacement plan, and I did that on both of my, or not race, replacement, warranty plan, and I did that on both of my uh, Dell purchases, because, again, for someone like me, it seems like the smart prudent thing to do. And um, it started falling apart after about five months and uh, eventually got to this point where it wouldn't charge. And I said, screw it. I'm going to call technical support. Uh, Technical support, of course, was not based in the U.S., which makes them very hard to understand. And um, Again, you know, anytime you call technical support, and keep in mind that I have experience on the other end of this, um, and it's a shitty job, no doubt about that, but anytime you call technical support and the technician reads off the script, um, has to read off the script despite what the customer is telling them, uh, you know, someone like me, I have some more insight than the average person does, so... 
you know, they have to go through the flow or the script, even though I can tell them, you know, here's the problem. They're going to make me go through steps that I don't need to go through, and I'm going to get pissy. And again, I can understand that, certainly. Um, I stopped working tech support because I got so pissed with my uh, employer that essentially made me uh, blame issues on the customer rather than blaming issues on the company's hardware when I knew, in fact, the problem was the customer's hardware, or not the customer's, the company provided hardware. And um, I was not comfortable with that. I actually do have ethics, believe it or not, and I said, fuck this, I'm not doing this. Um, So, you know, keeping that in mind, I have that empathy uh, with what a technician must deal with, but um, I end up getting the runaround, and finally they agree to send it back to uh, the tech depot. They replace the motherboard and uh, a couple other things. And it comes back to me the first time, not even charged at all. And I plug it in, won't charge. Won't even boot, because it doesn't have a charge. Um, And I call technical support again. And they come back with, well, Dell recommends that you charge your device for four hours. And, of course, I said, well, that's nice. It's not charging. And, of course, they're flowed, predetermined response was, well, call this back in four hours when it's had a chance to charge. Well, you know it's not going to charge because it's not fucking charging. And again, I understand. I understand that they have to work through their tech flows and all this other crap, but situations like that where it's clearly not charging, you really should give your employees a little bit more leeway than that, and you should respect your customers a little bit more than that. But uh, that was what happened. They called back within four hours. Still wasn't working. Um, and so they agreed to send it back a second time. Uh, second time, they claimed they changed the motherboard, um, and they reinstalled Windows. And it worked for about two seconds. And now it's not working again. So uh, now I've sent a overworded, in other words, I'm using smart words, um, letter to them saying, look, you can't fix it. You've tried it twice. You can't fix it. I either want a replacement or a new one. Um, And honest, or... uh, a replacement or a refund, because honestly, I'm at this point where it's not reliable, therefore I'm not using it anymore, therefore I really don't need it anymore. I've got, you know, I spent $80 earlier this month, way more than I should have spent, but nonetheless, on an Android tablet from Walmart, and guess what? It works great! Dell tablet? A brick, at this point. Um, and I'm beyond frustrated, and, you know, I really do understand the hell of being a tech support technician, but this is beyond ridiculous. So, um, based on this experience, I would say to you, 
do not buy Dell, even if they're the only ones that will give you credit. Better to wait, try and save your money, uh, build your own computer, or if you have a shitload of money, uh, buy Mac. Because um, as much as I don't like Apple for reasons, mainly their operating system uh, insults my intelligence, I feel. Not the iOS so much, it's more um, OS X or whatever variant they have it on now, Leopard, or I don't even know what what version they have now, but um, I feel OS X, and of course, increasingly Windows, uh, we'll see what Windows 10 does, but I feel like it's just both of them, the UI insults my intelligence and I get pissy, but yeah, don't buy Dell, that's the bottom line here, because this is, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, and, I mean, outsourcing your technical support um, overseas when you could just as easily do it um, in North America is stupid, and yes, it probably would raise prices, but what's the value of a customer calling in to technical support and getting a representative that they could actually understand um, versus the value of, you know, being cheap and getting a technician that they can understand. Chances are, if you can't understand the technician, you're going to have to call more often. It's going to increase costs. So really, use your brain. Um, But... You know, I feel a lot of this, a lot of things like this, um, things as simple as, um, you know, putting up with the runaround from Dell, things as simple as, you know, giving the person I'm dating rides somewhere, even when, you know, that's all we're doing, we're not actually doing anything date-related, but I'm doing it because I'm a nice guy, I need to stop doing that, I think, because... I'm really screwing myself. I need to stand up for myself, and I'm I'm not doing it. And I think part of it is I need to get some balls. Um, pure and simple, I need to get the guts to say, to say no, this is not acceptable. Um, and of course, there's a way to do that without being a dick. Um, I'm not necessarily a master of not being a dick when I get when I get frustrated by something, I get angry, and of course, when you're angry, your brain doesn't really work as well as it might when you're not angry, but I need to get more assertive. Um, I'm sick of, you know, feeling like, you know, here I am, generally a good guy with good intentions. Um, you know, I do nice for things for people because I think if I do nice things for people, they'll do no- do nice things for me. Or, in the case of, uh, you know, the person I'm dating, well, if I do nice things for them, then they're going to enjoy spending time with me, and I'm going to get something out of it. That's my theory. But, I don't know. I've been in this world long enough to know that, you know, it's nice to kind of think in preschooler mode and think that everybody 
is nice and kind and everybody's respectful and everybody's going to share and everybody's going to follow the rules. But reality is much dimmer than that in my experience. People are bastard cover bastards with bastard filling, to quote Scrubs. Um, Dr. Cox, I think, said that. But uh, I think it's pretty much the truth. And if you think about it from a evolutionary perspective, it kind of makes sense because society, societally speaking, uh, when we think now, we think in terms, we often think in terms of the group, philosophically. Um, and in thinking in terms of the group, you think, well, as a, soci- as a society, as a big group, members of the group would probably want to mer- work together to make life better for the whole. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Um, but... Really, when you think about it, the roots of our survival and our instincts goes against all of that. We are designed to ensure our survival and the survival of a few people that surround us. Um, You know, our family, you know, we're not going to, we're not interested in the big picture. We're interested in the small picture as humans. So, it makes sense that most people are only out for themselves. And, um, of course, this gets further compounded by capitalism and oligarchy and all that crap that's going on in the U.S. and I think increasingly in uh, Europe, mainly Western Europe, but I think it's going it, to... the plague is spreading into Eastern Europe, I fear... Um, but, uh, I don't know, to me, it's like, yes, uh, people are bastard cover bastards with bastard filling, but there should be some consciousness of the larger whole, and, I don't know, it's probably me being an idealistic hippie, um, you know, I see the facts in front of me, I know the facts, um, But I still feel, I still wish, I still hope, I still believe that people can go beyond their evolution. But maybe they can't. Maybe in order to get somewhere in this world, you have to be a Steve Jobs or a Bill Gates. Um, You know, being a Wozniak doesn't necessarily pay as well. Um, You know, the only... After reading I Was... Uh, the only reason I think Waz had any success was he was he had skills that Jobs found a way to take advantage of. And if he didn't have skills that Jobs found a way to take advantage of, well then he wouldn't have gone very far. Um, and I think you could say a lot a similar thing for uh, the associates of, big, of Bill Gates. You know, he found people that knew how to do the hard shit, and he was just a seller. He sold things. And it just pisses me off. 
that the people that are most successful in this world are assholes in big business. It's just, it really upsets me. Um, and again, you know, going back to the individual world, there's really nothing you can do. You're all part of it. You know, as an example, I fucking hate Comcast, my ISP, but I'm forced to use them because there's no other option for the speed that I need. And, you know, we're all just big cogs in the corporate system, and the best thing I can say for myself is, well, you know, I I have uh, mental health problems, and as a result of that, I am not a worker bee, um, you know, I would like to be in many ways, but things keep holding me up, or so it seems. Um, so, I mean, I guess I'm not being exploited in the sense that um, people are earning more from my work than I'm earning, but um, I don't know. I can't make sense of all of it. Uh, don't buy Dell. That's the moral of the story. And, uh, yeah, maybe buy Apple. I don't know. Um, I'm reading the biography of Steve Jobs, um, or listening to it, and I will report back. Uh, but Wozniak, cool guy, wonderful guy, does so many cool things, and, um, you know, you look at it on paper, not as successful as Jobs. Jobs, from what I understand. Kind of an asshole. So, I I think that says it, really. Nice guys finish last. Or at least, nice guys don't finish first. Uh, if you have feedback, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-A-K at gmail.com November Indio Charlie November Alpha Charlie Juliet Alpha Kilo at gmail.com and the website nicnacjk.lipson.com that's l-i-b-s-y-n November Indio Charlie November Alpha Charlie Juliet Alpha Kilo dot Lima Indio Bravo Sierra Yankee November dot Charlie Oscar Mike there we go all done in phonetics Thank you so much for listening. I will try and keep the ranting episodes to a minimum for those of you that are flight sim or aviation listeners, but it's all in the same feed. It's all as one, so kind of pick and choose, I guess, which episode you listen to if you don't like this type of episode. Because, above all, this is my personal journal that I've elected to share with the world. So, um, I get creative rights over it. Um, final thank you, Josh Elkenberry, who composed the music that you're listening to, called Raindrop Rhapsody, uh, as part of the Podsafe music, uh, podalley.com, I think is how you find that, I need to look at that again. Anyway, until next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy landings.